All right, welcome back. Uh, this has got to be a great session. Good, 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 good. <laughs> oh, boy. Y- you know when being quiet when we need to start is always a great sign. To... We're always very good at being quiet. Yeah. So. Uh, so last time, you guys completed your forcefully contracted job from the Flaming <laughs> Fist. Uh, you got paid twice. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Starbuck. Yeah. Um, with uh, <clears throat> Commander Portier's blessing, you guys are going to be given a horse and carriage and permission to leave the city, even though the city's still technically on lockdown. Uh, traveling with you still is Rhea and Falister. <laughs> um, and if I recall correctly, you decided to hand over the High Overseer to Commander Portier to lock up for now. That is correct. All right, so I will just go ahead and start with the blurb of uh, you guys leaving the town. As the Basilisk Gate opens, Flaming Fist soldiers hold back the tide of Elftragardian refugees. You cut a path through the wretched souls whose wails intensify as the Basilisk Gate closes behind you. The dirt road cuts through the slums of the outer city, past the walled neighborhood of Little Kalisam, to the great span of Worms Crossing. As you guys are passing through the outer parts of the town, so just to give you a visual, so there's the first walled part of the city, which is the upper crust. Then there's the lower city where you've been. And then outside of those walls is the outer city and beyond, which has, it's quote unquote the most dangerous because it's not walled. So if the city ever came into attack, it would be the the collateral. Um, Falister asks, if you guys... If you guys don't mind, I forgot, he's also raspy like everybody else. If you guys don't mind, uh, my house is actually here. If I could just get, like, a change of clothes real quick. Yeah, go ahead. (sighs) (laughs) Is this guy designed to be, like, a mild imposition of us? No, he's here to... (laughs) Can can we make sure that he's telling the truth? Yeah, you can go with him. Like, we can watch him change. You can just go with him. He's, he okay. just goes into yeah, his house cool. and he. Yeah. Okay. Follow him. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. What's his house like? It, it's just like a little uh, one bedroom. It, this is this is like a, a poor area, so. Mm-hmm. It's a one bedroom in the ghetto. So yeah. Is this okay. like your actual house, or do you live at Candlekeep? Ah, uh, this is my actual house. I'm sorry. Uh it's a nice house. We all stay somewhere, you. bro. It's all good. Yeah. No. Uh. So he he gets like a leather tunic, and uh, he gives. I think someone gave him a dagger. I, I think it was it was you. Mm-hmm. So he gives you a dagger back, and he grabs his own, and he also grabs a cookbook and puts it in his pocket. Dagger back. What do you cook? Uh, I I have like some family recipes and stuff. Uh, I'm actually it's uh, it's tradition for newcomers when they first get to uh, Candlekeep to offer a book to the library. Do we have to do that? Yes. Well, I wish you would have told us before. <laughs> you guys have tons of books. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't have any books. I, you guys yeah. have like five spell books. You got that, the book Apocalypto. I have Apocalypto. Yeah, there, there's like a whole... gold though, so I don't know. Yeah, there, there's like so many things you guys picked Wait, up. Wait, is it like per person we have to give a book? Or just... It's the party. Okay. 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 Well, then that's fine. All right, that's cool. Then we're fine. Or I can give them the cookbook on your behalf. It's actually why I grabbed it. Oh, I appreciate that. 
I just, I mean, I owe you guys my life, so I thought, you know, return the favor. I just, it's just family recipes, so. You just gotta give away your family recipes like that? Well, I mean, it's it's going to to the Candlekeep Library, so it's not like it's gone, gone. It just goes into their archives. Nah, yeah, it's all right. We got, we got a spell book or something somewhere we found. That's fine. Keep your cookbook, bro. Uh, Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you're well. You're looking at that. Uh, you guys continue across the bridge. Two great bridges meet at a tall, rocky island that rises from the middle of the Kyanthar River. Buildings and merchant stalls lie on the sides of both bridges, making it impossible to see the river from the narrow, congested roadway that cuts between those structures. Wooden drawbridges connect the two. Yeah, wooden drawbridges connect the two bridges to a keep situated atop the island. The flags of Baldur's Gate and the Flaming Fist weighed proudly above the fortress. So the path just past here, uh, just past this crossing, mm-hmm. splits. These are the main roads that you could go south uh, to uh, Waters Deep. Mm-hmm. You go north, you can go east towards Eltigard. So this is like a major like little spot to trade right before you get into like Baldur's Gate properly. Um, so while you guys are here, I know some of you want to do some shopping. Mm-hmm. Some of you had talked to me about getting uh, weapons silvered ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it is a hundred gold to have your weapon silvered or to have ten pieces of ammo silvered. Okay. Uh, Starbuck, you had talked about getting a reinforced net. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, looking around the various stalls, mm-hmm. you do find someone who has a like a mesh chain link net um, f- for sale for five gold. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to say is this works like a regular net, but mm-hmm. the uh, the AC to break it through the slashing weapon is going to be higher. Okay. Uh, so if you want to purchase that, go ahead and mark off your five gold and mark mm-hmm. that you have a metal net. Or however you want to mark it down. Mm-hmm. Do okay. Silver, some ammo. Um, I also wanted to buy some regular brass knuckles, I guess. And then get them silvered. Okay. Like to start with. Uh, looking around, uh, f- probably like all of you lining up at this merchant who mm-hmm. uh, specializes in silvered wares. Um, I'm going to say 120 gold. For the whole kit for the, for the whole kit and caboodle for you. Okay. I'll get those equipped too. Um, and then where could I buy a shaker of salt? No reason. A shaker of salt? Um, do you do you need the salt as well? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if you just wanted the shaker. That was. Uh, you can probably find one for about like three copper. There, there's various like food and ingredient booths. Okay. You can go between them and you'll eventually find a design that you like for this shaker. Okay. Uh, the other thing, uh, actually, if I can get everyone to roll me a d20. Uh, well, you're doing that. So when you guys arrive, you're, uh, you have a cart being drawn by two horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are making your way through. It's very, way. it's very congested through here. Not only is it a small island that all these stalls are set up on, you're also maneuvering with two horses and a cart. Mm. So it, it's very like shoulder to shoulder. Some of you are probably like hopping off and walking along with the cart. 
so you can go dart in in the stalls. Mm-hmm. Um, what did everybody roll? 13. 17. 14. Also 14. Uh, 17. Uh, who had the 13? Mm-hmm. Uh, Reggie. Uh, what's everyone's passive perception? <laughs> what? Let me just see if I'm only talking to Reggie or if I'm talking to someone else. Ah. 12. 13. Also 12. It's lower than that, so. <laughs> 23. Uh, Reggie, you. As you guys are going through, you see a, a pickpocket trying to swipe some stuff from a Starbucks. As, like, you're shuffling through the crowd. Uh, Starbuck, mm-hmm. check your pocket. That kid right there! I want, I'm gonna grab him by the wrist. Okay. Uh, d- hey, 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 What are you doing? I'm just walking here. What are you doing? You looking at my pockets? Uh, no. First off, I'm... Like, you turned around to get to me, so how was I looking at you? I don't know. Reggie, what did you see? I'd like to steal from him. <laughs> we're gonna we don't reverse it. We pick your pocket. Back. He he has forty gold on him. Forty tw- gold. Forty gold. Twenty of which was what he just grabbed from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I give Starbucks the twenty. Hey, put me down. Give me that. I look at the other twenty and I'm like, if you need money, you could just ask. Come for graces you, and I give him a hundred gold. I let go of his puny little wrist. He looks run away now. Leave me alone. He, run, he runs. <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking books it out of there. Thanks, Reggie. Well, sometimes uh, kids don't, you know. Yeah, maybe he's hungry. Know what's better for them? I just made it up that this was a person was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were younger, yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll roll with it. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying this specifically for Reggie, but like if Poetry was there, she'd be looking like a little sad. Yeah. Why? Just found out about poor people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would Rip. Reggie ask in character? Yeah. Uh, poetry would like look very meekly. She's like, I when I was a kid, I would also pickpocket for survival. Let me guess, did you have uh, other options, or you had to do what you had to do? I didn't know any better. People don't know any better. If they don't get somebody to help them out, they end up uh, getting stuck sometimes. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing to be ashamed of. I used to steal eggs from chicken coops. That's what they tell me, at least. I don't remember too much from when mm-hmm. I was little. Technically, every time we get eggs from a chicken coop, it's kind of stealing. Should we ask them? Yeah. Uh, I, my parents were farmers. I, I feel like it's, it's definitely not stealing. I mean, you're kind of stealing it from the chicken chase. Yeah. I didn't steal it, number one. Let <laughs> me clear that up for you now. She's like, I've never stolen anything in my life. Mm-hmm. Eggs, apparently. Like, how do you know the chickens are giving consent for you to take their eggs? I don't speak chicken. All right, well, then you don't know. One could say that you were exchanging food for food. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. 
We did feed what do you give your corn. kids for food? What was that? What do you give your kids for food? Are we comparing chickens and kids? <laughs> yes. Eggs don't always have chickens in them, do they? Uh, well, not if you get to them quick enough. <laughs> Farm. Uh, the eggs that chickens lay aren't always fertilized, so that's why we can just eat them in there. Aren't baby chicks in there? Wow. Right. So, but I, I don't think Starbuck would know that. Poetry so. wouldn't know it all. I think Reggie came from the Philippines, so they always have yeah, full yeah. on baby <laughs> chicks inside the eggs. <laughs> Was that I called seen that a few So one of the last stalls you guys come to uh, has a, uh, a male drow. Uh, you see various potions and things set up. Looks like most of the stock has been picked through at this point of the day. Do you have like a Coke Zero or something? <laughs> uh, out of Coke Zero, we have Diet Coke. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> what time of day is it? Yikes. Yeah, you, Don't you dare say Pepsi. It's probably <laughs> around, around like 4 p.m.-ish. Okay. What about Cherry Coke? <laughs> what about Cherry Coke I can't Zero? drink my calories. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I have to eat them in the form of eggs. I feel like that's something Starbuck would 100% say. Uh, there's, there's not silvered stuff on D&D Beyond, right? We just have to like keep track of it. So actually on D&D Beyond, oh. uh, if you click your weapon mm-hmm. and like in the settings section, there is a silvered check mark box. So how would I do that with my ammo? Would I be able to... I have I no I'll, idea. I'll check. I'll just check. <laughs> Let's see. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag if you want to, though. Going up to the stall, though, uh, for anyone interested, he has various healing potions and several scrolls. Uh, I'll I'll say, hey, uh, what kind of scrolls you got there? Uh, Well, I have a a handful still left. Uh, If you're looking... So, the I have a scroll of heroism, uh, and for so f- for your class, because I wrote these by class, so I could remember who does what. Gotcha. A scroll of heroism and a scroll of heat metal. Mm. Uh, and then I also have a scroll of command, a scroll of guiding bolt, scroll of prayer of healing, and a scroll of beacon of hope. And then uh, currently still what I have left in stock is I have six potions of healing, three potions of greater healing, uh, and I have one drow poison left, if anyone's interested. How much are the uh, potions of greater healing? Uh, 200 gold apiece. Oh my gosh. And the regular ones? <laughs> 50 gold. Okay. I'll take two of the regular ones. Two of the regular? Okay, uh, that's 100 gold. Out of character, how much does a potion of greater healing do? Uh, if someone could look that up for me, because I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. I can look up real quick. More than 2d4 plus 2. Uh, for 200 it, gold, I hope it does more. I think it, I think they all double. I, think I, I, two, I, I wanted four, to say it doubled, but eight. I also didn't want to lie to poetry. Mm. That's valid. Uh, so, okay, so 100 gold uh, for two potions for you. Mm-hmm. How much was that? Uh, the scroll of heat metal. Uh, that is a, that is a higher level spell, so that is 500 gold for that scroll. Okay, so I looked it up. A potion of greater hero, uh, greater healing is 44 plus 4. Okay, so it is exactly double. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the scroll of heroism, the level one spells are fifty gold. Well, I don't even remember what heroism does. I'm not gonna get it. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get uh, one greater healing and three normal healing potions. Okay, so that's uh, three hundred and fifty gold. I'll grab one regular potion. Yeah, I think I will too. I love this little shopping spree we're going on. Yeah. Hope it's good content. Uh, 50 gold and 50 gold. Uh, what was that? How many potions did you get, Jay? Uh, I got three normal potions and one greater, so four. Uh, so I'm actually one shy between the two of you. Because you bought two, you bought three. You got three. it, because I have one already. So I am I am all out of potions of healing. I still have two potions of greater healing. Uh, again, I have these scrolls, and I have uh, one vial of draw poison left. How much for the draw poison? It is two hundred gold. How is it different from any other poison? Uh, well, it's it's a it's got a little nutmeg in it. So <laughs> the the way that this particular poison works is uh, you can apply it to a weapon, or you can have them drink it. Um, and it's a DC, I want to say 13 or 15. I have to double check. Um, and they are poisoned, which means they have disadvantage to all attacks and ability checks. And if they fail by more than five, they fall unconscious. Mm, that was a bane. Could be. It's pretty good. Yeah. I could afford the drow poison or a potion of greater healing, but I'm kind <laughs> of leaning toward the drow poison. You kind of look interested too. I was gonna whatever whichever one you bought, I was buying the other. Ah, I'll buy the draw poison. Sounds good. I, th- I think poetry probably has the more reliable way to apply it because you hit more often you with do. your yeah. weapons than, than you do with your. I just like put on my fist and just <laughs> just punch some. Uh, I know that's not how that works. We'll put them on my knuckle dusters. Does the way uh, a poison being applied to a weapon work, is it just the first hit? Yes. The, blade, the weapon okay. Yeah, it, the, uh, I have double checked the rules, but I'm pretty sure it's an action to apply the poison, and then it lasts for a minute. Okay. And then it's the first thing hit within that minute. Uh, but yes, so it, it'll poison the target, and then if they fail the DC by five or more, they fall unconscious. Nice. Uh, it's called a, a drought poison because it's a special uh, recipe that needs to be made in complete darkness. So it's more commonly made in the underdark and places like that. Uh, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll get it. Whatever. The potion of greater healing. The potion of greater healing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I have one potion of greater healing left. If I mean, if you guys wanna, I mean, we're we're getting ready to pack up for the day. If you wanna? Would you do a discount? Now? No, I will not. I'll be, right, well, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow potion. if you want to buy it then. I, I, think, we, I think we helped you out all. enough. <laughs> you didn't thank have you Diet your, Coke. Thank you for your business. Coke Zero. Uh, did anybody want any scrolls? Reggie, Chase. I don't have money. How much is how much? I know it's not in my class. How much is that uh, scroll of guiding bolt? Uh, that is a level one spell, so it's fifty gold. I'm gonna buy it. I know it's not my class. I'm buying it. You can give it to Reggie to use, though. Okay. Uh, is there an armorer 
There is. I would, I'm going to be browsing the wares. I'm kind of poking around there. Is there anything more colorful? Oh, what are you uh, looking for? Is there anything in particular? We're probably going to be doing lots of fighting. Normally I'm fighting with my fists. I still am. But I'm looking for something that is a little bit more maneuverable than what I'm wearing right now. Gestures to chainmail. You have no idea how tempted I was to be like, oh, I have this fabulous plate mail for you. And it's like a plate bikini. Honestly, like <laughs> she probably would wear something that ha- that shows a lot of skin because it feels more maneuverable this, to her, like in a kind of a monk way. Where it has high it has high defense because this is a fantasy setting. So, <laughs> right. Excellent. Um, no, he, he, he would show you, he does have some, uh, like splint mail mm-hmm. that's like the top part's more like a crop top. Yeah. And then has like, is it colorful? It can be. Cool. I want it to be yellow and red. <laughs> Maybe a splash of turquoise. R- roll me a performance check. Oh, you mean the thing that I'm proficient in? Twenty-five. All right. I. I mean, I. I don't have the time to sit down and, and paint this. But look, here. Here are some uh, enamel paints. Just go over there to the side. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but but it's gonna be three hundred gold for the split mail. Okay. All right. So mark your three hundred gold. Um. Just to go back real quick to the the scroll. Uh. The scroll of heroism. How much was uh, that? Fifty gold. Fifty gold. I'll take that. Okay. 300. Heroism is one of those spells that I forget about, but then it's like you also get temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Starbuck, your armor goes up. You had chainmail, right? Yeah. So, it, it, you go up to 17 is your new AC. Cool. And uh, tell us tell us what this looks like after you've had some time to sit down with all these enamel paints. and. Uh, I just realized... Uh, because uh, poet, she's like proficient calligraphy. She could like paint your name on the back, really fancy if you want. Just an S, like super yeah, really name. fancy S if you want. Um, just just actually, uh, the yeah. Starbucks lady with the what? The Starbucks lady. Oh. Mm. <laughs> anyway, go on. What does it look uh, like? <laughs> well, um, when poetry comes over to help, I'm like, hey. So I'm trying to figure out what my thing is like as a solo act. Mm-hmm. I really like yellow. I think it suits my skin tone. Um, so I think I'm going to paint the majority of this yellow and then, like, red details. What do you think that I should do? I mean, you could, like, and she goes into detail about, like, putting the S on the back and, like, maybe some stars and something. Go with the Starbucks. Oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. And if you splatter, like, red on, like, the side, it looks like blood and, like, looks more like, you know, a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I paint my knuckles a little bit too, which are silvered already, but I'm going to paint those to match. Okay. Um, oh my God. Starbuck would fit like perfectly <gasps> across your knuckles. Like star. Yes. <laughs> okay. So S-T-A-R-B-U-C-K. Yeah. Onto the knuckles. Okay. Yeah. And it would basically, like you said, be kind of like a cropped thing, like armor that you lace up tight and then yeet. It's very like maneuverable and easy, and it has like leather straps over the top of the shoulders. She's probably like got wrapped arm like her 
Yeah, I mean, like you probably have like other like fabric and stuff, yeah. like like braces on my wrists and things like that. But that that would be for the chest area. All right. So Chase, you got the heroism scroll. I love arts and crafts time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Paxi, you got the uh, guiding bolt scroll. I did. And it's just at like level one, right? Ooh. Yes. Uh, did anybody else want to buy anything else? Or if not, then we will uh, just continue on. I'm good. Yeah, if I don't, if we can't find any magic instruments, then yeah. All right. See, oh. guys, you would see uh, <laughs> Starbuck kind of like looking at all of the sort of weirder stalls at random objects, like trying to figure out which one she wants. Is there some random object <laughs> roller that you could give me to buy something stupid? Hold on. Also, uh, Poetry would probably grab some rations. That makes sense. What? <laughs> Our DM Gosh. has been waiting for this. Apparently. Hold on. I, yeah, I do have a thing. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out what my like a prop that I can use mm-hmm, in my mm-hmm. in my show. Looking forward to it. Yeah. A a five inch long duck carved out of wood. A message on the underside reads, "For Mildred, my plucky duckling." Perfect. <laughs> Damn it! Do you do you read that out loud? Yes. When you say Mildred, it quacks. <gasps> I have a mascot. Yeah, good thing the cat's <laughs> gone. I feel like the cat would be freaking out. Uh, the, 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 How much does this cost? Five gold. Best five gold Starbuck has ever spent in her entire life. Hell yeah. I like your, you're like the DMs are waiting for something. Yes, I have a random table right here. Wait, wait, wait. I kind of have a little pauldron. How big is this thing? Ten inches, you said? What? You read a, a oh, length a, of it. A five inch long duck. Perfect. It goes right on my pauldron. I like attach it. There. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, Starbucks, that's a nice nice look you got going on there. Yeah, it's my Starduck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I asked for this. <laughs> that was my decision. I should have known better. Her name's she Mildred. Was so ready for Rack. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Wait, does it does it do that every time you say Mildred? Yeah. Which means Corey has to quack every time I say Mildred. <laughs> <laughs> I I should so I have the programmable buttons on the soundboard. Yes, I should make yes. one of them a duck oh my quack. God, that's yes. amazing. Yes, do it. <laughs> For next for next week, I, I will keep that in mind. <laughs> we will make sure to remind you. <laughs> Sorry, so Greg. <laughs> all right, so you guys finish your shopping. You all hop back on your cart and you leave Worms Crossing. Okay. Do the uh, horses have names? Can I name them? You can name them. There are two horses drawing this cart. Um, there is enough room for four of you to sit. Uh, no, but six of you can sit in the back. One to two can sit in the front. I'm calling them Toe Cutter and Night Rider. Okay. Does the cart it's have thematic. like a roof? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, it does not. Oh, okay. Only the real ones know what I'm talking about. I actually, you know what? 
Uh, it, it does, but it's it's like a like a, a covered wagon sort of thing. Like it's oh, it's okay. not it's not like a really fancy. Gotcha. I was gonna have poetry sunroof, but that's probably not good. Yeah, no, it. it's it's just a fabric. Um, whoever's got the best eyes, maybe should be up front. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I I can drive the cart, but oh. I don't know if anyone else has better eyes they want to sit with me. All right, well, well you're definitely going to drive the cart. Fellas! Yeah. And then if, <laughs> give me back my freaking crossbow. <laughs> I already gave it back to you here. <laughs> Thanks. I already gave it back to you here. It's all good. I'll, I'll good sit water. with him. All right. Take a rest, Reggie. <laughs> oh, man. All right. As Worm Crossing and Baldur's Gate disappear from your view, you find yourself heading down the coast way, the dirt road that leads to the distant lands of Tether, Am, and Kalasham. Candlekeep lies some 150 miles south and west, a five-day journey from here. As you guys go... <laughs> Uh, the first two, three days, very uneventful, mm-hmm. camp on the side of the road. You pass other farmers and various people coming and going. Eggs. <laughs> what kind of farm? Corey, make eye contact with me. Thank I, you. I refuse. <laughs> you should have known this was coming, man. <laughs> you said farm. You farm this- farmers. Yeah, like, like on their wagons heading into pros- town. Yes, what are they doing? Perhaps They're selling their wares and meat <laughs> and everything but eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and if they had eggs, they'd be fertilized eggs. Maybe so there would be chickens in them. Well, you can still eat them. It's just kind of <laughs> gross. Um, on the third night. Uh, sitting around the campfire. Uh, I have a blurb of backstory about Eltrell from Rhea. Okay. So I will get to that, but the the, the setup for any role-playing you guys would like to do. Uh, this is probably like your third night of travel. You're about two days out from Candlekeep. Uh, horses are hitched and fed. You guys have set up off the side of the road with a campfire for the night. Uh, go, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask, uh, during this entire time, does the shield say anything to me? <laughs> Nothing of important. Cool. <laughs> just want to do a quick check with yeah, the shield. I mean, I mean, I mean like, it will respond yeah. if you talk to it, but like, it doesn't have anything like, noteworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To... we'll probably just do like, some small talk. I wanted to make sassy commentary, actually, Corey, so if you could do that, that'd be great. <laughs> That's kind of what I want to, but it's okay. Um, it's just like, no. <laughs> so uh Rhea would like to share with you the the tale of the hell riders um for i mean obviously chase you already know this um <laughs> just of course uh but since our uh our paths seemed intertwined now uh it, it was over a century so this is a long thing so let me just get through it real quick it was over a century past. Uh, it was over a century past that the great troubles began. Fiends roamed over the lands to the north and west of Elturel. Fields were despoiled, livestock slaughtered, homes razed, and people dragged off to terrible and unknowable, unknowable fate. 
terror gripped the hearts of all. The city's cavalry rode across the land, striking down fiends uh, wherever they found them and suffering fearful losses, but it, it was never enough. For every fiend they destroyed, it seemed as if two more appeared elsewhere. The ruler of El Turel, uh, the High Rider, asked his people to pray to the gods for aid. To everyone's astonishment, a mighty angel entered the city the next day. Her name was Zeriel, uh, which means champion of light. Uh, the prayers of El Turel had been heard, and help had come. Zeriel located the gate through which the fiends were entering the natural world, uh, on the fields of the dead west of the city. Zeriel declared that she would lead the cavalry into Avernus, destroying the infernal hosts that were amassing there, and striking a great blow against the forces of darkness. Uh, the High Rider sent out the riders of El Turel, now numbering many thousands, with Zeriel at their head, riding a golden mastodon. When a, with a great cry, Zeriel and her army charged through the gates. Uh, the legions of Avernus trembled and buckled, but did not crumble. Zeriel was defeated, and the remnants of her army returned to Eltruel, overcome with grief at the loss of their glorious general, but confident that the lords of the Nine Hells would think twice about threatening Eltruel again. There were great celebrations to honor the valiant knights of the cavalry who became known as the Hellriders from that day on. So that's the, the history of the Hellriders that she shares with you. Which, again, Chase, you obviously already know this, being a Hellrider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've totally told you this ahead of time. Yeah, exactly, 100%. Chase is like, mm -hmm. yeah, and then he's just like, yeah, that was a good, yep, yeah, that was a good moment there. <laughs> so the Hellriders, uh, so this is something that had been happening over time. Yes. Got it. Okay. Okay. This is how the Hellriders were initially formed. So what was it about Altruel that would, what was so important about that place? Well, I don't know if there's anything in particularly important. It was just that happened to be where the rift was that the demons were coming through. So it's just the location. And now it's gone. Cool. Yeah, sure there's nothing, there's something, there's nothing wrong there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, no, there's certainly a lot wrong there. We're going to find out. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Two days out. Well, the candle cube, not to El Toro. Well, El Toro doesn't exist anymore, so. Okay, first days. off, Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James is like, for, for now? Until we get it back? <laughs> Uh, so that is that is the story of how the Hellriders came to be initially. Zeriel had come to help them fight against the, the invasion of devils and then lead the charge back in to hell, thus Hellriders. It's not that deep. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Rhea. No problem. My my little blurb is done, so I I I turn it over to you guys. <laughs> so Phallus, what's your uh, what's your story? Oh, I mean, my story's not nearly as interesting. Uh, Don't I say that, man. Come on. Grew up around Baldur's Gate, and uh -huh. uh, I met uh, Silvera. She pays me for work. I'm good with you know getting in and out of places. 
You don't have any hobbies or No, I mean I I cook. Okay. I I can I can make something for tonight's dinner if you'd like. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, yeah, great. I'll 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 make something right up. Okay, well, it's not like you don't need to only just be that to us. I'm just trying to connect. I, here. I feel like I'm just an inconvenience to you, and like you're, you're just looking for an excuse. I don't. I'm just trying to get to know you. What's your favorite color? Green. You too, man. Cool. Mine's yellow. That's pretty close. No, it's a good color. Yeah, it's like eggs. <laughs> and ducks. So, um, not to re, not to divert this conversation elsewhere, but um, please do. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure Phallus has a very rich inner world. <laughs> um, and Phallus probably could give uh, answers to this too, but this is just general um mm-hmm. conversation. So, what exactly? Uh, how do we want to approach uh, the the What's her name? Sil Sil uh, Sil Silvira. Silvira. How do we want to approach Silvira in terms of this uh, this demon shield and this infernal puzzle box that almost killed Poe? Uh, through the front door, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Poe, what is there anything that do you have any plans for the shield yourself or? Uh, Poetry takes a minute to kind of like listen to the shield real quick. It's like, hey, how do you feel about Silver or whatever? I'm sorry if we brought this up before. I genuinely don't. No, no, you're fine. Um, It doesn't matter to me too much. If she happens to know a way out of the shield. Mm -hmm. I mean, the shield seems kind of okay with it, but like essentially like Gogar? Is his name right? Hidden Lord, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his character. I was just trying to <laughs> Does does the shield not want to be called like his actual name? Like he wants to just be the Hidden Lord? He, he's been trying to pass it off that his name is the Hidden Lord. It's just Yeah, but you, he told me his name before. It's Gargoth. Gargoth, yeah. yeah. It's Gogur. <laughs> it's Gogur. So I guess what I'm trying to say is would Gargoth be like okay with me saying his name or does he? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, so she would just casually throw and was like, yeah, like Garth's ultimate goal is that he just wants to be like released from the shield. (laughs) How does he feel about Garth? Did you give him a nickname? Did you just give him Garth purposely or did you just not pronounce the. (laughs) No, I purposely gave him a nickname. All right, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) She sounds like, I'm sorry, what what was his name? Uh, Gogarth? I said that wrong, but I? Yeah, Gargath. <laughs> Gargath. Would I would I know that uh, name like demon lord? Nah. Okay. Yeah, no, his name's Gargath. So I guess his nickname would be Gath. Gar. Garth. Garth. Oh, I'm a little concerned about how close that we attempt to get to a demon. I don't. I don't think you should be like giving it nicknames and being friends with it. Poetry to you, for what it's worth. I'm a devil, not a demon. <laughs> <laughs> Do not associate me with them. <laughs> uh, he doesn't want to be associated with demons. What does that mean? He's not a demon. So yeah, what is he's he? a shield. He's a devil. 
that's honestly kind of worse to me. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but he he requested not to be associated with them, so I think, like... Yeah, you should at least respect his wishes. Yeah, respect my wishes. This is a poetry (laughs) (laughs) sentence. I don't need to respect the devil's wishes. Whoa, 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 hey. He's been nice. Poetry, devils are always going to be nice to you at first. They just want you to sign. I let you cast fireball. Oh, like the talent scouts. The what? Talent scouts. You really don't know anything about wrestling. I really don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, that being said, like, the devil can't do anything if I don't sign anything. So. Got him. Are you? <laughs> I just like actually just like got him. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like walking, I'm like walking by eating my ration. Like, Did you just him. like a fist <laughs> Chase is like, all right, I'm just gonna sit back down. <laughs> I don't even have hands to write on a contract, let alone. <laughs> like, like I understand your concern, but it'll be okay, okay, Chase. I won't be stupid when it comes to Are you jealous of the shield? Because it's like talking to her and stuff? Is that why you're... No, I can <laughs> I can talk to her right now. No, I just mean like, you know how it can be sometimes. He can talk to her in secret. Yeah, he's, maybe he's talking about you. Maybe they're both talking about you, you I know? don't really care what the devil thinks about <laughs> me. <laughs> Poetry looks so confused right now. She's like, why would we talk about Chase? Chase, just so you know, Poetry probably likes you more than the shield because you have a body and stuff. (laughs) Chase just looks down at himself and he's like, I suppose. Anyway, don't sell yourself short. I'm sure. I wasn't? (laughs) Chase is just very confused with where this conversation is going. Chase, any woman would be lucky to have you. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Just to look at your phone like, I... She does one of those stupid kid waves, like... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, like... Felster's like, I think I'm gonna keep first watch. I'm gonna go over yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Oh, now he's embarrassed by us. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, Poetry's like genuinely confused. She's like, it's it's a shield. Like... Um, Chase would turn to Reggie and uh, say, "Reggie, do you happen to have any experience yourself with uh, with devils? Anyway, I know your your family. Uh, I know you don't want to talk about it too much, but I know this is it's... part of your backstory and whatever. But... <laughs> well, uh, I mean, most of the stuff that my family did was uh, not necessarily in respects to a devil or a demon or anything like that. It was." More a, a god of chaotic evil, ah, mostly. So okay, all right. It wasn't devil or demon. It was just a god of chaotic okay, evil. Okay, it was just so a deity, was, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, so. But I mean, do I know anything about... <laughs> you probably have, like, baseline information. Probably about the same amount of info as you, so... Okay. As, as long as we know to be careful in the fact that we have a devil just hanging out literally on Poe's back at all times. Just, just want to make sure. You just got to make sure, you know, just, uh, all right. So from my experience, um, <laughs> if, 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 uh, if the sacrifice goes wrong, uh, normally I'll get a little bit sicker. 
and then I'll wake up a couple days later and there's like a bunch of dead birds around me. But uh, so like Pachi's talking to Shield, like, do do we have to sacrifice anything to you? No, no sacrifices. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> like, he's just like, what? No, I've never nothing barbaric like that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know who you think I am. I'm just a devil. Okay. I'm just the devil. <laughs> Those demon guys? That's probably their thing, not mine. <laughs> I mean, you said we won't need to make any sacrifices, so there's that. Reggie, That's you nice. probably have like both sides of the argument because your upbringing plus the now you're a cleric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. so part of your upbringing is like, yeah, no devils are great because that's how the deities give you power, right. so you can become stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> oh. Well, the other side of you is like, no, devils are devils evil. Are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Truly a Philadelphia born and born. While all of this is going on, I'll be playing the flute. And there's just like, instead of them coming in like a swarm, there's just like like a line of mice. Like, Are you telling me you're mice. spending a charge on this? On, yeah, they're, they're on their back legs, like luauing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're just, they're just, the line. Yeah. and they're just like walking around us. <laughs> Chase like stops himself just to like watch what's going on. That's the song the flute's playing. Yeah, that's. I was I was thinking of it as before I turned into a a conga line. I was thinking of of it more as me playing like the uh, the ice cream truck song, and that's what they're that's what they're walking around to. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing it, but. Yeah, it's like trademarked by whatever, Mr. Softy. Whatever, whatever, whatever that means to you, <laughs> listeners, that's what I'm playing. Yep. Yeah. The Entertainer. That's, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. that's the tune. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to do at this campfire? <laughs> uh, so what are we doing when we uh, get there? Oh, yeah. What's you, the plot of this story? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> An actual question was asked that never got answered. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, uh, okay. We want to keep this shield with us and return it for some reason. (laughs) I don't have much experience with devils and demons and all that stuff. I know some of you holy people. It's probably a bad idea, but if that's what you guys want, I'm down. Wait, that's a bad idea? uh, Releasing a devil into... That's probably... You know what? Why is it in the shield? Uh, because a cult trapped it there to use its power. So where the cult, so the cult was the bad guys. Yeah, not the, the devil. devil. The devil could still be the bad guy. <laughs> it's just still the cults. The, yeah. So while he's thinking about that, uh, I'm just just me personally never really dealt with them. <clears throat> but I mean, if if he's not doing no weird stuff. Yeah. Who are you to judge? Right, like I'm, I'm just not, saying, like I mean, is it better for us to hold on to him and know that the shield's power won't be abused, or we do we give it to someone else who will potentially just abuse the devil's power? Well, actually, what kind of power is, uh, is that shield able to do? Attack those trees. Uh, it's mostly you'll, you'll have a long rest if you want to. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to cause a fire. 
Fair. Uh, patch, that like- patch of dirt over there. <laughs> uh, she's like, no. Uh, he said I can cast fireball or like wall of fire, but I don't want to cause a fire in this area. So I feel like oh, that would be fire. like. Yeah. Yeah. Starbuck just stares at the campfire. We're all sitting. Around. Fireball. I don't know anyone high enough level to do anything like that, so I don't know what that is in game. <laughs> fireball. Mm-hmm. fireball. You're probably familiar with the concept of a fireball spell. But... <laughs> I, don't, I don't even understand how mechanically that works. Fireball. Uh, fireball. It's two words that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> would, any, would any of us in game uh, know anything as far as... Uh, if fire would be a worthwhile thing to have in our back pocket in Avernus with regards to demons or devils or whatever it is that's down there. Do we know we're going to Avernus? That's we true. don't know we're going we to Avernus, no. That's true. So, oh, that is right, so as far as demons and devils go, then? Um, some are resistant to fire, but not all. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like hmm. this conversation would be so much easier if we knew because then Pochi would just be like listen we can just go to Avernus and release him there with all the other demons and devils actually but, yeah yeah but we don't know that <laughs> so this is redacted meta information <laughs> it's all good give it like two sessions yeah we will forget oh yeah spoilers sorry guys <laughs> what <laughs> we're going to Avernus we're descending to Avernus in this descent into Avernus campaign are you descending me right now Yes. Mm. Mm. So just to, just double check one last time. Yes. Uh, for Candlekeep, they only wanted the the puzzle box thing, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't yes. know about the shield. Correct. Correct. Right. Okay. So it's like, do we even need to ship it? Is basically what I think the question that started this whole conversation. Yeah, yeah. The was, thing that was, I asked at the beginning because yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure everyone was to carry it around. The puzzle box when you when you worked on it was it a <clears throat> wisdom thing? Do you recall? It was. No, it was. No, it was, uh, sorry, it was Arcana. Wasn't it? No, it was intellect. Yeah, but the save was wisdom. The save was wisdom. Wisdom save, wisdom and save. it was intellect for rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Everything went black for a second. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looked like you died for a second. So when I you what? got hit by whatever it was you got hit by, did it feel like you took damage or did you just go down? You took damage. <laughs> no, it, 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 it definitely hurt. When, when you failed to solve it, uh, you got a massive psychic feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not like a... Like a Dude, it felt like my brain exploded. It was wild. Brain explosions. Yeah. All right, then never mind. This is why I don't do puzzles. Definitely never mind. I mean, it's cool because like, it has like infernal like lettering all over it. and like I don't know. I like puzzles. Still? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to use that puzzle again. But. Are you out of the puzzle books that we got? Yeah, I finished them. All right, next time we're at the shop, we'll get more puzzle books. Yeah. We'll pick up a few more 7 Eleven on our way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we don't have Call any issues. Expert level Sudoku okay, yes. So we don't have any issues with dropping off the puzzle box, and we're going to keep the shield relatively a secret, yeah? Yeah, yeah we I can think do so. That, but... All right. Um, oh, butt shield. Right. As far <laughs> as far as your uh, as far as your uh, the thing under your cloak, <laughs> it's totally not a shield. Uh, 
Um, does it know if there's anything looking for him? Like, as far as what the capabilities of finding it magically? Important people, like As far as finding it magically, I'm not sure. And Pochi would, like, pause to, like, hear what the shield has to say. Um, I mean, outside of, like, Scry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, he's not aware if anyone looking be. after it is powerful enough to scry, scry. but... Okay, yeah. all right. But and if someone was powerful enough, they probably would be. Yeah, like, I think uh, Pochi brought it up last session, but the aristocratic girl we see from the prison... Right. She looked at the shield and was like... And the devil's like, yeah, no, that's that's the family that held me prison or something like that. So, he started yeah. with the M, right? Her, her, their family's name. Uh, it was some. It was, her name was hyphenated, but it's the Hoon family. Hoon. Never mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> All right. Over the past four days, the weather on the coast way has gradually worsened. Dark clouds release heavy rain until the road runs thick with mud. Yet you trudge on, passing by friendly merchant caravans heading north. On the morning of the fifth day, the rain subsides, but the dark clouds remain. Ahead, you see a path branch from a wider road heading to the sea. A raven perches solemnly on a leaning post, bearing two signs that point point like arms towards the west. One says the way of the lion, the other says Candlekeep. I have a little image of Candlekeep for you guys. The afternoon sun shines through the clouds to illuminate the gray walls and pale spires of a time-worn fortress that stands majestically atop a rocky promontory overlooking the sea. The trail leads straight to it. Uh, Let me see if there's any other blurb between now and then. Oh, there is. I just, like, skipped a whole fucking page. (laughs) Alright, so, I was like, I know that there are people at the gate when you get there. Where did they go? (laughs) They're on the page that I skipped. Uh, So, you guys approach Candlekeep. Uh, You get to the front gate of the city. At the gatehouse, you are greeted by three monks in purple robes. A human, a shield dwarf, and a sun elf. Around their necks hang the holy symbols of Denier, god of writing whose symbol is a lit candle above an open eye. Welcome to Candlekeep, says the elf in common. A gift is required for those seeking attendance or admittance. You must donate a book or scroll that isn't already in the library's archives. Uh, please present your gift for inspection. I'll pull out one of those one of the spell books. I'm like, I don't know what's in it, but uh, um, some, some useful stuff there. Oh, uh, he, he looks, wow, this is in excellent condition. No, this is this is great. Thank you very much. We'll make sure this gets added to the library archives. Do you guys take paintings? Uh, I mean, a gift of a painting is nice, but I mean, not for admittance. It's a it's a library, you see. So, do they hang things like paintings in libraries sometimes? Yes. Okay. He's saying they'll take it, but we don't need to give them one. I think we only need to give them the one book for our whole group, right? No, you're, yeah, your admittance yeah. is already taken care of. You know? I just have a painting that I want to look... I want it to be nice somewhere, you know? Oh. Well, if you want to talk to the, the monks inside the hearth, uh, I'm sure someone can find a good place for it. Okay. I think you guys will really like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't show it to them. <laughs> well, uh, w- welcome to Candlekeep. Uh, 
You are, are free to come and go as you please. The hearth is open 24-7. There's always a fire lit, and there's always food and drink available for all travelers. Thanks. Cool. Thank you. Uh, they, they let you by the main gate. Uh, Falistar leads the way. Uh, he takes you first into the hearth, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll read a little blurb for that. The pub has a low ceiling supported by a massive wooden crossbeam and narrow shuttered windows. A large fire pit in the middle of the room is surrounded by a half dozen tables and matching benches. Uh, at the moment, there's about a dozen people here and there, some mm-hmm. wearing the purple robes of the monks. Some just look like they are like traveling through either merchants or adventurers. Um, the one that stands out to you guys the most, uh, sitting over kind of by himself, is an ogre reading a book. Uh, Falster goes, uh, if you guys would like to take a moment to get some food and drink since we've been traveling all day and then we'll, uh, head straight to, uh, Silvira's office and talk to her. So he goes, he, he goes up to the, uh, the bar to get, uh, well, I will first I'll ask you, do you guys want anything? Tea or? Absolutely. Yeah. Egg. Egg? Uh, you, you, I think you said you just want raw, uncracked eggs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I assume you've brought this up over the past five days. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, what time of the day it is? Is it? Um, it's gonna be probably like ten or eleven in the morning. Okay. Yeah. If there's any eggs left, I'll have a, an omelet. We just, you know. Okay. Are we, are we feeling breakfast food then? You can, yeah. Yeah. That's that. yeah. Okay. Coffee, anyone? Uh, tea, please. Mm. All right. So he he goes up and he chats with uh and you can tell by like the body language that they they know each other. He comes and goes a lot. So they slap each other on the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh would you guys like to do would you like find a table or Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look for a table just uh Okay. There you there there's quite a few tables. Yeah. So there's not super populated this time. Uh is there anyone that's uh keeping an eye on us? I mean, we are new, but Not really. Okay. And do we see any uh this is, this is a very, and you can kind of tell from like the atmosphere, this is a very serene environment. Okay. Mm-hmm. No no uh, presence of uh, flaming fists or anything like that? No. Okay. I'm um, afraid that we're going to bring something awful upon these people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what's that? the ogre reading? <laughs> uh, hold on. I actually, it is, it is noted in here. Let me find it real quick. Uh, the sum of theology. Mm. All right. Okay. Chase is like someone's boiled it down to the main points. <laughs> Chase, Chase just like gives like a good nod. It's like all right, yeah, good. Not one person in this group that's gonna go talk to <laughs> him. <laughs> reading that book. Cool. Good so, for so you. Won't guys. interrupt him. Yeah. All right. After a moment, uh, Falister comes over with uh, some empty mugs and like uh, a pitcher of coffee. It's like they're gonna bring everything else out in just a minute, mm. and I'll see over the next half an hour. Various foods are brought out and tea and various things. Uh, cooked eggs and a non-cooked egg. <laughs> Phallus. Yeah. Um, uh, what up? <laughs> he responds to it now. <laughs> That's just his name. Though. It's uh, just the shortened version of my name. What's weird about it? <laughs> uh, how well do you know the people in, this, uh, in the hearth? In the hearth? Uh, really well. Yeah? What about uh, that guy over there? Pointing to the ogre. Oh, uh, no, he's he's a, a real, uh, hold on, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Little One, that's his name. His name is Little One. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, he, he, he's been here for a long time. Fouls, uh, you're trying to tell me that that ogre's name is Little One. Yes. And that if I say Little One to him. Yeah. He won't attack me. Correct. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I believe you, and if I get attacked, I'll remember. I mean, I don't know what his real name is, but that's what he has asked to be called. Oh, okay. Little one. Interesting. I guess it's, uh... I mean, I guess it's a little bit, uh... says a lot to think that that looks interesting, but... You know, he's, he's always reading a different book every time I've seen him. That makes sense. So, about about how many people uh, reside in the uh, the keep? If you know, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, I can I can look it up for you. One day. <laughs> it, 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 it is a couple thousand, though. How many people's lives are we gonna ruin <laughs> by foreshadowing their ruin? Uh, I I will uh, I will look up that answer for you. Cool. A follow-up that you might know already is, uh, in addition to, is, is Sylvara, like, the, the head head, and there's, like, is there anybody else that's, like, of her, of her stature? Uh, there's quite a few. Uh, she's just, uh, one of the, the sages who's been here the longest. Okay. Alrighty. Um. I, I would approach the little one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. Uh. uh mm, mm, mm. <laughs> hey there, uh, little one. It doesn't give me an exact oh, number, okay. but it's, it says uh, the size of a village. Okay. Cool. Hey, a little one. Yes. How can I help you? I uh, just curious. What uh, what was it your well, honestly, what I'm curious is if you can give me any information on the town. If this is all possible. Ah, yes. Um, this is your first time in Candlekeep, I assume. This is my uh, first time in a long time out of Baldur's Gate, actually. Ah, well, you've come to an excellent place. It's very peaceful, and there's rarely ever trouble here. Ah. Have you, have you heard of the trouble down in uh, El Trio? El Trio. <laughs> Watching everyone on the table sweat. It's like, a very peaceful place where nothing I, goes I wrong ever. Major like news attack on in episode one vibes. <laughs> news reached us right away with what happened to the city. Okay. And uh, by any chance, are you aware of any uh, of any individuals that would consider themselves hell riders or anything along those lines making their way past here? Uh, not that I am entirely aware of we're a bit out of the way mm. uh i had heard that there was a bit of a refugee problem at boulder's gate mm. uh would you say there'd be any need for uh would you say this is a place that would be welcoming to uh to any health riders if they were to make it their way here absolutely okay we don't have the capacity to help large scale but any weary traveler is always welcome here oh I got to say, I uh, thank you. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? I mean, I know oh, it's morning, just but... just Earl Grey tea. Earl Grey tea. I'll uh, I'll get him a an Earl Grey. Th- thank you very much. Thanks for everything. 
Uh, if I see you again, I'll probably have more relevant questions. <laughs> <laughs> I totally had this inside over you're an NPC. <laughs> All right. Um, ah, so you're still alive. Yeah. This big ogre hand takes the little tiny cup and pinky out and just <laughs> yeah. he has like a little monocle and adjusts it. <laughs> is he is he, he wearing like a uh, is he wearing a robe? He is. Um let's say uh I don't know if this would be what they would say, but uh may Denier keep you safe. I walk away. Alright. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's what they say now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Alright, well guy. so I'd come back to the Yeah, I'm alive. Uh so little Thank, one. Thanks, Phallus. Uh, yeah, that was uh, crazy. Oh, by the way, uh, if you want to show your uh, emblem loud and proud, uh, you can take that cloak off. Uh, oh. It seems that the Hellriders aren't necessarily something to be worried about here. They're welcome, at oh, least. Well, at least according to little one. That's but, good to know. That's good to know. And then, uh, like, just this is much better. Rhea's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Morale's important. <laughs> you know, just because somebody's really big doesn't mean that they're going to kill you. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But all of my uh, all all of my brothers were bigger than me, and they all tried to kill me. So, you know. How many times? No, you know what? No, no. I'm sorry. You, you did a great. You did a great service to me by telling me about the constitution of seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Sometimes when I sneeze too hard, my back goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, every morning I break my, my arms. I know what it's like. <laughs> I know what it's like being the the smaller the smaller sibling. I got uh, I get it. Yeah. Well, at least you got rats, you know. I do now. Yeah. I, I did. Imagine then. if you did back then. Right. Who knows. <laughs> I could I could have distracted them with food and <laughs> after the entire. <laughs> oh wait, it's the next day. Do I regain that charge? Yes. <laughs> Oof. Uh, the important questions. I would also say like uh, poetry, kind of like uh, reminiscent of like going around her own monastery. She would like walk around and like kind of take in the view and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, as you kind of look around, like towards the the middle is like a nice open like field area with like trees. Some people are like under the trees reading. Some people are off doing uh, like uh, tai chi or like uh, just various people together doing like a, a kind of lead uh, meditation practice. Okay. Uh, Chase. It's like a, it's like a college campus in the spring, you know, like <laughs> hippies everywhere. There's like a dude with a guitar, and there's like a circle. <laughs> uh, Chase would would follow uh, Poe around, and he's like kind of watching to like see your actions. Like, are you uh, doing okay with everything? Yeah, I think I'm good. This isn't exactly what I had planned when you initially said we were gonna go to Alterel, but yeah, yeah, this 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 wasn't exactly how I foresaw it uh, either. Probably assumed there'd be a city there. Probably. <laughs> Definitely assumed there'd be a city. Um, but it's okay. Like, granted, uh, we've gone through quite a lot these past few days, but it hasn't been the absolute worst. <laughs> uh, yes, we will be. We'll we'll try to do our best to to figure out what happened there, 
And hopefully, uh, there will be something left to go back to. If not, we'll just be able to figure it out ourselves. How about you? How are you holding up? I think given the situation uh, and the group that we're with, although our new comrades have their own uh, eccentricities... As you, as they shoot to me, just laying back playing the flute. <laughs> no rats. No rats. <laughs> just playing it. You join the guitar player. Yeah. No rats. Just vibes. Uh, they are a dependable bunch in their own right. So I think that, as though, although I was very concerned and uncomfortable at first with them, I, I think I have definitely. Uh, <laughs> I just feel Starbuck just <laughs> staring at me, like smiling though, just like from a distance. <laughs> uh, I, I've I've grown to uh, be more tr- trusting of them, and I think that uh, I don't know what this uh, sage will tell us about this puzzle box or where that will take us, but I think that we'll be able to figure this out. I think so too, Chase. I would love if the shield's just like, that's kind of gay. What, you guys gonna kiss or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I was laughing no. in front of everyone. <laughs> I just like the idea of you two having this nice intimate moment, the shield just being like, <laughs> what the <Gay>. fuck? <laughs> I love this. She'll be like, "Wait, you guys are together." <laughs> uh, emotional crap. <laughs> what if we kissed in candle cane? <laughs> Just kidding. Unless, um, unless. <laughs> all right, you guys reconvene. Uh, Falster leads you up to one of the towers, up to one of the spires. The walls of the circular. Uh, yeah, The walls of the circular tower chamber are punctuated by arched windows that are currently shuttered. Bookcases filled with eldritch volumes stand between the windows, while tables are crowded with specimen jars, alchemical equipment, and other clutter. Engraved into the floor of the large chamber is a nine-pointed star. A middle-aged tiefling dressed in wizardly robes stands by one of the windows. Caught in a fugue of intense contemplation... Perched on the corner of the table nearby is a spindly little demon with warty green eyes. With, sorry, warty green skin, buggy eyes, thin black horns, and a whip-like tail. The uh, tiefling turns to you guys as you enter the room. I can't tell you how pleased I am to see you, says the tiefling. What have you brought for me? Falister goes over and, like, shakes her hand and be like, it's, it's, sorry about the delay, I got a bit held up, uh... These adventurers now gestures to the rest of you. What's up? We have a painting for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I entered the painting of Slobber Chops. <laughs> this is a very well done painting. Thanks. Not that I painted it. It's just special to me. Well, I bet. Well, I'll find a place for it. I appreciate the, the gesture. Thank you. So, sure hope nothing bad happens to this place. <laughs> Uh, so all of that is going on Uh, Poetry's ruffling through her bag and she like 
pulls out like the cloth, like it looks like a bundle of cloth, and she kind of just like pulls back and like reveals the like puzzle cube. Her eyes go wide, and she just like snatches it from you. She's like, "It's real." <laughs> I, I had heard the rumors that there might be one. Sorry, <clears throat> uh sorry. I've been waiting for this for a while. So, uh I'm sorry, can you please tell me the story of how you came to this and what happened in Baldur's Gate? Well, there were these people that owned slobber chops. <laughs> and they had a lot of the tacky... One, the one the painting. Yeah. Yeah, we liberated him. Yeah, we liberated him. So that's... When we did that, we decided to take the painting, too. So that's where it came from. Also, I'm gonna say, poetry becomes very rigid when she just snatches the puzzle cube from her. Oh, so you pickpocket people, but then when somebody grabs something from me, it's just like... <laughs> Listen, that was a long time ago. Okay? I'm a different it. person now. Don't dish it out. She's a monk now. She's taught better. Uh, so you guys... We stole it from some bad people. You guys recount the tale. Uh, you let her know that it belonged to the High Overseer. Um... I'll let you decide if you you share what is the current state of the high overseer is, and uh, we no j- yeah, j- Chase is going to be straightforward. Um, we learned that the high overseer had entered into an agreement with a devil or demon of some kind, and he is no longer the high overseer. Uh, and he was trying to figure out how to, uh, well, use whatever this thing is that we're handing to you now. I've been suspicious of the High Overseer of Elchwell for a long time, but nobody wanted to hear my concerns, because Thavius Krieg was widely considered a hero who saved the city from an undead scourge, giving rise to the holy nation of Eltigard. Uh, Chase puts a, a hand on uh, Rhea, just like, no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, hailed as a savior, Thavius made all the citizens of Elchwell swell an oath called the Creed Resolute, which binds them to defend the nation of Eltigard. I met him years ago, and my instincts told me that he was a charlatan. Afterward, I grew to suspect that he had cut a deal with one or more powerful devils, using the Creed Resolute to bind all Elturel to his dark deal. I wish to prove my theory, and I believe the evidence is locked in this box. You should know that uh, if you get it wrong... Absolutely nothing will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I've... Didn't we learn what was in the puzzle cube? No. Oh, okay. Oh, you died. Uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I was there. I was there. So yeah, what you would bring up. She's like, I, yeah, I tried to open it and it didn't go well. Well, these sorts of things are often not meant for us to be able to solve, but I have devoted my entire life to the study of the Outer Plains. Um, this will take me a bit to figure out. I Please help yourself to my office. Uh, Jezebel, if you would bring the, the wax. Uh, so, <laughs> Sorry, Jezebel, if you would bring the wax. Where is this going? So you see the imp go fly over and grab a little jar of something and okay. bring it over. Uh, she goes and she sits in a chair mm-hmm. and she pours a drop of this wax onto the oh, cube. And you can see the wax starts to drip down the side and then change patterns as it goes. And she, you see her start... Twisting different parts and solving it. So I she have watched Blade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm not making that up. That's what's written here. Uh, <laughs> they too have watched Blade when they, they were do. <laughs> um, Also, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. How's the shield feeling about this mage? Like neutral. neutral, neutral. Cool, cool, cool. It, it is curious. Like you, you can, it probably has expressed its curiosity of like if she knows anything about how to get me out or. Okay. Okay. Um, but you are guys are free to look around the room or do whatever. You said the room is yours. Well, she's working on this. Gotcha. Uh, can you describe what's what's going on with the room again? Yeah. So there's various like lab equipment. There are a couple shelves of like books, all specifically about the outer planes, devils, demons, and extraplanar beings. Okay. Um. Then there's kind of like a sitting area with like a nice, uh, like a couple nice like uh, armchairs. Um, Chase is stab in the dark here. He's gonna see if there are any books on uh like El Terrell or Zariel or like connection with devils. There are two that stand out to you. Okay. Looking over these books. The first one is entitled The Comprehensive Thesis on the Nature of the Infernal. Uh, oh, there's... I have a handout for you. The second one is entitled <laughs> Volo's Guides to Devils and Demons. Oh, she picks that. Oh. I will let you guys look through those handouts. Oh my god. This is really fancy. It is. Like, this is a nice box. It's a dice box. Nice. It's a nice dice box. It's a nice dice box. Nice ducks. Docs. What? There's so many little cards. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Starbuck, you're just watching them go through books. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? Uh. Oh, I, there's little keys note cards in there? about uh, different things. Sort of. The, the keys. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'll let you know after I finish. Okay, because it doesn't seem like a key could fit in that one. No, I think that one's just full of words. Oh, my God. Any information regarding uh, Morning Lord, Gargoth, or I guess the Hellriders? Um, nothing on the Hellriders or Gargoth. Um, but there would be a basic theology book on the Morning Lord, okay. um, and it looks it looks to be a copy of like a common like base tenets and things about like the uh, the church structure and stuff like that. Okay. Um. Does anything catch my eye? Is there anything as far as uh, they have like different types of demons or? Or, or their names, such as Odious, right? Wasn't that the one that Ma, the mom was? Yeah, uh, I don't remember the exact name on top of my head, but yeah. Um, that would actually be the thing that uh, poetry is currently going through. Got it. Ah, there's like a whole little handout with a whole bunch of little demonic beings. So I don't know if you've gotten a, a chance to look at it, but it is written first person from Volo about yeah, his... it's so cool. I did read part of it, yeah. Is Odious on there? Also, look... They're chickens. It's all chickens. You show me this part and uh, suddenly po- uh, poetry. That's <laughs> what kind of eggs do you Starbucks lay? Interesting. You, you want to read it for the audience? Uh? What, the abyssal chicken? Yeah. I'm going to find out right now if they have eggs. I'll never forget the first time I saw an abyssal chicken. Such fiendish fowl stream out of the abyss into Avernus during demonic inc- incur... You got it. You got it. Incur- incursion. Incursions. So as to scavenge infernal corpses after the onslaught ends. I don't know what that means. 
the chickens <laughs> gorge themselves. Gorge, gorge. Gorge themselves. With the eggs, imagine if you have fourteen eggs instead of twelve. Gorge. You know what I'm saying? That's not very many eggs. Dozen. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Bloating up uh, twice their normal size. Hey. Uh, before waddling back to the abbess, like triumphant pirate ships filled with (laughs) plunder. Having captured one, despite its swift and cancerous nature. (laughs) 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 I managed to sew it with some salt pork, finding that it tolerated being held and even enjoyed scratches on its matey body. Yet its duckility was short-lived, and within moments it reverted back to its demonic nature and sought to devour my tifling guide. Solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not gonna lie. A lot better than I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, was were you asking about Odious? Yes. I don't see. Is like Odious a specific kind of? Demon no, or? he was okay. a spine devil. Oh no, it's here. There's a spine devil in here. So Odious was like He's his like name. So it's in, not like that was, that was his again. name. Got it. Yeah, Odious the spine devil. Okay, hold on. I saw it. Um, want me to read more? <laughs> no, no, no. You just um, wanted to look at it. It's really cool. It's it's somewhere. Hold on. Here we go. Spine Devil. Spine Devil. Okay. So I was just gonna say, I bet it was really hard to read that way just now. Like okay, which words would she not because, know? Because because knowing Kay, I'm just like, she reads really well. <laughs> so her having to try and not to read well. <laughs> yeah. Avis. Oh, this is going to go so well. Okay. Uh, so Poetry flips through the book and she's like, ah, here it is. Spine Devils. Have I ever told you of when I traveled to the Chasm of Fate to find the lost tome of Golgara? Long story short, I wound up at the edge of a sheer cliff over a fiery lake surrounded by flapping Spine Devils. Now, Spine Devils aren't the most powerful of fiends, but they can be troublesome in numbers. As I cracked the magical seal on a jar of hurricanes I had borrowed, I heard an ungodly roar of wind. When I opened my eyes, not only had the devils been sent shrieking to who knows where, but the force of the wind had scoured the chasm walls and revealed the tome's entrance. Nothing says lost if Volos nothing stays lost if Volo seeks it. What did he open? A jar of hurricanes. A jar of hurricanes. Wait, what was the first part? Uh, When Volo traveled to the Chasm of Fate to find the lost tome of Golgoroth. Is that Gogurt, your friend in the shield? Does your friend know that uh, name? Let me me see the spelling, because there's 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 two names that are very close to each other. Does your friend know that name? Uh, No, that is not the the shield. Okay. Does the shield know of Golgoroth? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, oh, they're like cousins or something. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to touch a nerve. Is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad Chase doesn't know now. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. 
okay. <laughs> no, no, uh, it's fine. He's just, he was a, a rival in a former life. Oh. So we hate him. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Poetry brings up, she's like, it kind of sounds like a sensitive topic, but apparently they were rivals in another life. So they're two, like, this is another guy. Like, the names are similar, but they're two different, like. Okay, so they yeah. were probably fighting for the name. Well, when you're in the ring, you want to have an original name, so I figure. It seemed a little bit more personal than that, but I, I, I didn't want to ask details. I didn't want to push for it too hard. Chase, would you like to <laughs> take over the conversation? Somebody should get it trademarked. That's what I did. <laughs> Starbucks trademark. Uh, so after uh, going through the other text here, Chase says, uh, well... At the very least, if you would like to brush up on your knowledge of how crafty devils can be, this text illustrates it rather well. Uh, I know that we're trying to uh, free this one that's in the shield, but uh, we should be very careful about the circumstances in which we do so. I agree that we should be careful about how we try to set it free. <laughs> All right then. Oh, interesting. Very sensitive subject going forward. Uh, look at this. This top place is called Avernus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would never want to go it. there. What was under that? But if I guess, are we above the? Oh, those are the nine hells. Nine. Looks oh, like yeah. an ice cream cone. You know what? I've heard of the nine hells, and I've never. So the first layer of hell is Avernus. Yes, that's the one where the Hell Riders uh, went to. Actually, ah, oh, the Hell Riders. Coincidentally, yeah, went yeah. They have a Hell Rider here for scale for the rest <laughs> of the teammates. I don't look nearly that scrawny. <laughs> and this was the bearded devil that we fought in the prison. Yeah. Yeah. So we already fought one of these guys. He didn't have it. Can we keep this book, or is the mage gonna be mad if we take this book? She's gonna tell all you can keep them. Yeah. Oh. Very nice. Pachi holds on to this book. I bought these handouts. You're gonna fucking keep them. (laughs) (laughs) No, she she gives you those books. (laughs) Uh, After a little while goes by, here, click. I got it. Did you die? Da, I'm da, looking for the fish hooks to come flying I have some out. Really fancy art. Uh. Oh, hey, look! It's the thing with oh, the that's, thing. Oh, that's the thing. Okay. It's a cover. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that, that makes so much M. sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, out of the box, she takes. Out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> she takes nine stone tablets that are all chained together with infernal chains. Uh, all the writing on the tablets was carved in in Infernal. All right. Easy. I read these. Well, she also reads them. The, so the first page is... Uh... Oops. I don't know why. I'm looking at the wrong book. It says the following in Infernal. 
Uh, and I assume that you will read this out loud, but you will be me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the It says, Be it known to all that I, Thavius Krieg, High Overseer of Eltruel, <laughs> have sworn to my master, Zeriel, Lord of Avernus, oh. to keep the agreements contained in this oath. I hereby submit to Zeriel in all matters and for all time. I will place her above all creatures, living and dead. I will obey her all my days and beyond with fear and servility. I recognize the, disp the disposition of the device called the Solar Insidiator. Insidiator. The Solar Insidiator. Hereafter <laughs> called the Companion. <laughs> In my capacity as High Overseer of Eltruel and its vessel... And in its vassal territories, I acknowledge that all lands falling under the light of the Companion are forfeit to Zeriel. All persons bound by oath to defend Eltrell are also considered forfeit. I further recognize that this disp dispensation will last 50 years, after which time the Companion will t return to whence it once came, taking Eltrell and its oath-bound defenders with it, if that is Zeriel's wish. All this is my everlasting pledge. Thavius Krieg. There is also a copy, uh, the original copy, of the Creed Resolute, which is the Hellrider Oath to Give Your Life to the City. <laughs> Yikes. She, well, I don't see your name on there. Chase's... Chase's... Uh, you you can see like kind of sparks of like celestial energy kind of like just skittering off of him and he's like his his fists are clenched and he's like really gnashing his teeth now like this fool at this point Rhea has like slumped down to her knees and is like slumped onto the floor I'm going to go over and comfort her Awkwardly. Uh, oh, she would like take a moment, put like a hand on like Chase's arm, and be like, "Hey, Chase, this man bartered away thousands of people's livelihood. He is a monster to the highest degree, and death is too good for him." I mean, 50 years? Terrible at bartering. That's not very long, like, at all. <clears throat> okay. 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 So, with this new information, what are we... What are we... What are we thinking? If I may interrupt... Uh, Silvera steps in. Uh, based on the oaths that you have taken, this does mean when you die, you will be reborn as a devil to serve in the Blood War in Invernus. Um, if you were able to find the original contract that was signed, this is just a copy uh, usually, the original contract is in the hands of the person who created it. In this case, most likely Zeriel. Uh, the contract could be destroyed. 
And if we destroyed this contract, would this revert the effects of the companion? And would the city be... The companion I don't know enough about to say, but Elturel's captivity in Avernus would be reverted. As it's Zeriel's contract that has pulled it under. So we find Zeriel the contract, we get it, we get rid of that, and we bring back a whole city. How do you? Uh, do or we that? all die, and two of you know, and you know, it becomes a, a terrible. You know? Yeah. So okay, like five minutes ago, I just said this is a place I would never want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there like a way in? How did? Where is Zeriel? We get there. Zeriel is the archdevil of Avernus. Cool. Well, in character, I'm saying that. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, in, sorry. Then in the in character answer would be uh, Zeriel would be residing in Avernus. Okay. Zeriel was uh, charged uh, when Zeriel was an angel. Zeriel was charged with watching over the blood war between the devils and demons. Uh, Zeriel believed that. The blood war could be stopped and eventually fell to the corruption and now leads the devil side in the blood war. Oh, I saw that video. <laughs> uh, I think Pachi would take a moment to ask the shield, like, hey, do you think this is like a viable way to reverse this contract? Like, is what she's saying like something that could be done? It would be difficult, but it is possible. Uh, Chase turns to uh, the, the entire group and he says, We've only known each other for a few days now. And I know that aside from aside <laughs> from Poe, aside from Poe, <laughs> Aside from Poe, <laughs> he's he's purposely he's gonna focus on these three, I guess. All right, don't don't assume. <laughs> and Phallus is here. <laughs> um, and you have done quite a lot. Uh, I, I know you've got paid for you know helping out with the with the Duke Than Van Thampers and and Thavius Krieg, and I. It would be dishonorable. Uh, dishonorable of me to assume that you'd be willing to join me and try and restore my home but I don't think that there is a group right now that I could turn to that I would see as talented enough and full of full of vigor in the way that I think would be needed. I thought you were going to say full of eggs. <laughs> eggs and vigor, in, if you will. In order to go into Avernus, deal with a lot of darker creatures, but come out of this alive. And I just want to say... Uh, you know, I would love to have you there, but I understand if you do not want to join and, you know, you have no attachment to the Hellriders or, or Elturel, so. I have a question. Where do people go when they die? Uh, 
Well, it depends. Uh, if their souls are, uh, you know, free of any contracts with any darker beings, they would not go to uh, straight to Avernus, I would say. But uh, actually, what uh, it, what's the, the theme for the layer of Avernus when it comes to... Avernus are... Uh warriors and fighters okay. usually okay basically anyone that would be useful in the blood war okay okay so yeah chase would say uh it's fighters and warriors are the first to go there um but also usually scoundrels thieves assassins uh and and anyone who would have had contracts with with devils under uh zariel would would be their souls would be bound to that level so yeah. the van thampers are there uh yes Okay, I'll go. They're all dead, but they were dead before I knew why. They should be dead, so now I'm going to kill them again. Okay, uh, I I will say they might not appear in the same way that they did in... I'm going to kill them again. I think you got a yes, man. You might just want to take it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Taxi Reggie again. I I don't I, imagine if there's like actually <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, Poetry has like a light bulb moment. It's like oh, Chase, we could release Garkov in Avernus. <laughs> um, so so very like maybe you Oak should Sof. be jealous. <laughs> Garkov? Yeah. Huh? Garkov? No. You just said. Gogurt? <laughs> Gogurt? Sorry, I misspoke. I'm sorry. Wait, what is what was that word that you said? That was weird. What did you just say? <laughs> I say to the tiefling. Gar- did you say Gargoth? I thought she said Gargoth. What's a Gargoth? Well, Gargoth is the name of, of a, a pit fiend that was trapped in a shield. Pit fiend trapped in. How would a pit fiend get trapped oh, in a we shield? Oh, you're talking about Gogurt. A yogurt snack in a tube. Uh, how would a pit fiend end up in a shield? Would Chase know um, about pit fiends or like how powerful they are? Uh, poetry is currently uh, flipping to the pit fiend. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. We got the book. Uh, well, you see, uh, many many eons ago, uh, Gargoth was a, a pit fiend that had uh, amassed enough of a following to basically reach the power of a demigod. Uh, when he was ultimately betrayed uh, and then locked inside of a shield for all eternity. Why was he betrayed? Uh, same reason most evil beings are betrayed for power. He was hmm. uh, locked away, uh, hoping that his power could be used to further another being's rise to power. And so the cycle continues. Hmm. I believe the, the shield was lost last I heard uh, somewhere in the mortal plane. Interesting. Would you, if we could find it, would that be something you'd be interested in uh, having? Having? No, absolutely not. Oh. It's, I, I would Ew. keep that as far away as possible for any populated area. Right. Yeah, so wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that the shield just just being on the material plane radiates some sort of like chaotic energy? Uh, absolutely. So, in your experience, would it be uh, hypothetically? Say this shield was found in Baldur's Gate. 
Hypothetically. Would, 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 would it be possible that it was the reason that there's so much just scoundrels and bloodshed in that city? There'd be, if that's the case, then there'd be a very high probability that that's the cause. Uh, being of that amount of power usually twists even the, air, the area around it. Cool. Hypothetically. And, 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 and hypothetically, how much power... <laughs> How much power is that shield actually restraining? Like, how, how much more powerful is this pit fiend? Well, uh, in the, the whole hierarchy... Hypothetically. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just scooch this over and look at my material here. Yeah, hold on. Let me look at my notes. Uh, a pit fiend is third to the top. Of the the devil hierarchy, mm-hmm. it's the Archduchess of Zeriel, or uh, the Archduchess of Avernus, a duke, mm-hmm. and then a pit fiend. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, I've watched Bridgerton. I'm following along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, devils are very big into their hierarchy. Yes, I do understand that. I've read the book. <laughs> So if you were to, if was it a good thing that he was uh, trapped, put away inside of that shield? Well, I mean, I suppose the the trapping or banishment of any <clears throat> devil or demon away from our plane <clears throat> is a good thing for us. I have to imagine, uh, considering where it seems like everything is headed, we might cross paths with the shield. What would you recommend us doing with it if we did? If it were up to me, I would honestly cast it back to Avernus or any of the other. Nine hells. Oh, hypothetically, that sounds like something we could probably do. <laughs> uh, She's just like, okay, to, this is a weirdly you, specific hypothetical. Uh, <laughs> take me to the nine hells, and I swear I'll serve you faithfully as both a guide and advisor. Aww. Oh. Really? I ship it. <laughs> like, Pudge is like, like, she's like, are, are you being serious? I have been nothing but transparent with what I want. You know, that's very fair, Garthy. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, mm. we just read the pit fiend card. Let me just, like, read it. Yeah, let's just read it. Because we've essentially been doing this the whole time. <laughs> While she reads that, I will just say, after this, uh, Pax is going to go pull Reggie aside, like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so... The main thing to remember when confronting a pit fiend is to stand your ground and to never blubber and grovel before them, because they love that. Plant your feet firmly, set your gaze on theirs, and watch them back right down. Of course, my reputation precedes me throughout the nine hells, so when fiends find themselves facing Volothamp Goodarm, they naturally take pause. Another trick is to never call a pit fiend by their name. Their overblown monikers are crafted to sound intimidating or grand, and thus mocking these names quite disarms them. <laughs> if a pit fiend is called Belzebulus, try calling it Bubilabulus, just to show you're not interested in their silly games of servitude. You'll have it eating out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lot of disrespect also, on his name. This is what he looks like. Well, I don't know if this one's him. That is what they look like, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And and if you 
Ash, if you would grab the this to scale yeah, thing, because they they are fucking here. gigantic. Okay. I'm so sorry for hitting gigantic. the mic. You're probably gonna hate me for that later. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good yeah, God. They, uh, I'm pretty sure they fought one in uh, in CR. Could have the first. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's behind that loincloth. Yo, Poe and Garth are about to be the best friends. <laughs> Even the tail is the. Oh, Chase, you got some real competition here. I gotta say. <laughs> look, 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 look at the, the person was... size on the far right. This yeah, is the human. sorry, Chase. <laughs> I think poetry is probably gonna. <laughs> so if okay, so question. Uh, if, so say one of the one of the Hell Riders died and became a devil. Uh-huh. What kind of devil would they become? Uh, it, it'll they they would be reborn uh, as well. Most people will be reborn as a lemur at first. Okay. Uh, and then I know you, what that means. And then usually through uh, services or agreements with more powerful devils, any devil above your station has the ability to promote you up. Imagine becoming like a devil in the afterlife, but you just become like a bissel chicken. <laughs> uh, so Chase. I'm assuming you don't want to become a devil. Uh, I am. Well, <laughs> uh, Reggie, I want to say this in the most friendly way as possible. Uh, my blood right now yeah. is like diametrically opposed to the idea. Cool, cool, cool. You got me. I'm good. Yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. there. I'll mm. follow you to Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll help you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, a lot of peer pressure going on here. I guess. Listen, again, I'll put, I'll put the specifics on. Uh, I'll help you break up the contract, and then you know uh, we'll probably be somewhere where I'll need help getting out. So we'll be tied for that portion portion too. So uh, yes, I, I I would I I definitely have the intention of all of us getting back. That would be part of the uh, the thing. I, I don't I don't know how long you intend to kill the same people over again, but you know. Your family, I'd assume, would need your help at the bakery at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't stay there forever. Yeah. Just enough to kill them again. Yeah. <sighs> I don't want you to feel pressured. <laughs> yeah, we all said yes, so it's going to kind of make you seem like a coward if you don't say yes, but don't feel any pressure, okay? Like, no imagine saying no after Reggie said yes. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, imagine. I kind of wanted to talk to him before. <laughs> you, you can still pull him aside. Not at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Hex ain't no punk. So. Oh, it ain't nothing about being no punk. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> ain't nothing about being a punk. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I would like to stress the fact that we will be going up against almost insurmountable odds in the effort to achieve a very, very small infinitesimal outcome for good. For good. For good. Uh, Imagine how many rats are in a furnace. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine how useful. (laughs) Think think of the material for your, your rhymes. Oh, man. I tried to word that in the most like disconnected way possible like, for, for the rhyming thing you do. <laughs> I will say we could definitely get a lot of uh... you know what? What the hell? Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm there. <laughs> I don't know why I'm there but you got me. 
Not doing anything else anyway. <laughs> what, so, what, what do I have a life? <laughs> uh, thank you. I do very much. I don't think I could ever express how much I appreciate this. So, like, how do we get there? Uh, for the other two NPCs, which nobody cares about. Now. Well, I, I have my arm around Rhea right now. I'm comforting, com- comforting. Yeah, her. I was, I was gonna like be like Rhea, comforting her. Yeah, and she appreciates that. She, she, there's been like definitely like tears well up in her eyes through most of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I suppose it doesn't need to be said, but I am also on board as my soul technically also is forfeit. So, my soul depends on your success. Uh, no pressure. Uh, Falister is not going to go. Uh, <laughs> He's like, fuck. No! Falister's like, sorry. You guys kind of an to me. This isn't, so. this isn't quite the adventure for a middle-aged commoner spy yeah, yeah, to no, be involved in. Yeah, I think I think that's probably for the best. I'm I'm, I'm better here in the mortal plane. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. okay, we don't want you here anyway. You just don't really fit the team. <laughs> Actually, didn't even go that far. Like, <laughs> that was uh, out of character. That was out of character. Uh-huh. Sylvira goes, uh, excellent. Uh, well, there's no time like the present. Uh, those books that you found, please, please keep them. If they can be any benefit to you. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll need them now, won't we? Uh, here also as well, and she gives you, it's sitting on the table in front of you guys, this map. Uh, uh, oh, sorry about all this, that. This is the only uh, n- known map of Advernus. Uh, there's another one right <laughs> we actually have a little one right here in the book. So. It's like right well, on the back I, of like the demonic scale. <laughs> I mean, there aren't multiple different like this. This is the most accurate map. What's that mm-hmm. river of broccoli over there? Uh, I think that's okra. Please, uh, please take everything on this map with a grain of salt. The uh, the author went mad while trying to write it. Um, Avernus is constantly shifting in shape and size. Is that the Eye of Sauron? It looks like an egg. (laughs) Guys, it really does look like an egg. Look at it. (laughs) We found found Starbucks character quest, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) It's a giant egg at the top of a tower. Like, fuck yeah, we're going there. I don't know what that's supposed to be, but it looks like fried eggs. (laughs) That looks like one of those uh, pit fiend things. Mm. I love how our listeners will have... No idea what this map looks like. There is a there is like if you can like a PDF there, or though. something, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and if, and if anyone if anyone Google's a map of Avernus, this is the image that will come up because oh, this is gosh, the gosh. the map the yeah. map. Oh, so this isn't like the only map. Uh, if you can just Google. so roll of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Gargith takes over. <laughs> so uh, two questions. Chase asks. Um, so. Since the companion was the one that swallowed up the city and and brought everything to Avernus, is that our recommended entrance into it as well? Uh, no, uh, actually, um, we can get you there with a plane shift spell. Oh. Um, actually, uh, a wizard named Traxagor lives in a tower 20 miles from here. I've loaned him a spell book or two, so he owes me a favor. I can have you delivered safely to his tower, and he can use plane shift spell to take you straight to Alterel. What was his name? Zagsagor? Traxagor. Traxagor. Uh, Even more importantly, Traxagor is looking after an old friend of mine, uh, someone who has a history battling devils in the Nine Hells. Uh, I think you'll enjoy her company very much on this trip. Uh, Her name's Lulu. Anything that uh, we should know about Lulu? 
Uh, I'll I'll let uh, Trackscore and Lulu ex- explain the situation to you better when you meet. Okay. All right then. But know that she has experience with Avernus, so I mean she's probably weird, maybe insane. <laughs> um, I have another two questions now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so I and I don't know if she would know this, but. So back to that hypothetical shield again. Um, mm, mm, mm-hmm. Hypothetical. In this the purely. event we were to come across it Academic and bring it to uh, Avernus, how would we go about uh, di- disposing of the shield and or freeing the? How do we? How would we? What do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I don't have that sort of experience. Um, but I am sure. Maybe Lulu. I was gonna. I was gonna. Maybe not Lulu, but I'm sure a high-ranking devil or another being would have that information. They'd be willing to barter with you. Okay. Oh, uh, and my last question would be. Uh, and perhaps your friends would know about this better. Is there a particular i don't know i envision like a a a palace or an encampment where zariel resides that we would find the contract uh unfortunately i that is also outside my information Uh, yeah i that's okay i i know i know the stories tell of a flying fortress But, Everyone leaned over the map like, whoa. Wait, I thought that was the last campaign. <laughs> uh, but the specifics of where Zariel herself resides uh, is unknown. Uh, well, thank you very much for uh, all of your assistance thus far. All right, well, there is no time like the present. <laughs> she she kind of like ushers you off. <laughs> Nah, not in my house. Uh, Savara ushers you to a crescent-shaped landing platform with a stunning view of the sea. Waiting for you atop this platform are several griffins with saddles. Their handlers stand nearby to help you. The griffins have instruction to fly you to Traxagor's tower, says Silvara. Don't worry, it's safe. Okay, take care of our horses for us, okay? Of course. Uh, is there a seatbelt? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Poetry is ecstatic. Yeah. So there, there is one griffin for each of you. So each of you... So uh, there there are various handlers. They help you up into the saddle, into the stirrups. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think uh, Poetry ignores all help and just like does a flip like onto the saddle. <laughs> like, she just jumps straight up for it. <laughs> the griffins take flight and head out to sea, flying just below the clouds. Candlekeep looks no less majestic from the air, but grows smaller as the griffins soar westward. Large, rocky islands pass below you, and beyond them lies the open sea. After a long journey, you see a windowless, doorless stone tower, which somehow floats in the sky ahead. The griffins pass through jagged holes, riddling the tower's conical peak to land land on the top floor below, which has a spiral staircase leading down. (laughs) <laughs> uh, 
I wasn't going to sing it. I know I'm Did- barred, but dismounting from the griffins, you head down the stairs. Oh, okay. One level below, you see a cluttered chamber illuminated by various objects upon the continual flames, or uh, various objects upon which continual flame spells have been cast, so there are torches. Scurrying around the room is an otter dressed in a tiny red cassock. The oh. otter mumbles to itself in common, mentioning something about turning a tuning fork. <laughs> Uh, the the otter turns to you guys. Oh, there you are. You must be the ones that I've been expecting. Hey! No. I am Traxagor. Hi. You're a talking you're otter. Ah, uh, yes. Well, actually, I'm... Well, yes, I'm a talking otter currently. Uh, so you're not usually an otter. Well, I'm usually an otter now. <laughs> I wasn't always an otter. Anyway. Pachi, like, gets down on her knees and, like, extends, like, it's very nice to meet you. <laughs> it, it's a pleasure to meet you. And he shakes your hand. I'd like to think it's, like, a little paw that wraps around, like, maybe one or two yeah. of her fingers. Just, like, it, oh it was actually a bit of a spell mishap once upon a time, but I decided mm. I actually kind of like the, the way of being an otter, so I decided to use a wish spell to keep this form while retaining my brain. Of course. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's something that happens. Okay. So, uh, okay. <laughs> we were told that you could help us with a, uh, <laughs> a plane shift spell. You would know if everyone is still on your head, actually. Yes, we were told that you could assist us with a plane shift spell. Ah, yes, that's right. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Lulu, wake up, our guests have arrived. <clears throat> Uh, at the sound of her name, fucking hedgehog or something. a small elephant with golden fur appears from under a pile of blankets near a table strewn with alchemical equipment. We the elephant takes to the air on, a fe- on feathery wings and lets out a pleasing trumpet sound. I know what that is. Ooh. Hi, you guys. You, I am so excited to meet you. Hi, my name's Lulu. Hi. Hi, Lulu. Hi, Lulu. What's all your names? I'm Starbuck. I'm Poetry. Hi, Poetry. Hi, Starbuck. Paxi. Paxi? I'm not okay with this. <laughs> she looks back and forth between the two of you. Oh, she nudges Chase. Like, be nice. Uh, my name is uh, Chason Derulu. Nice to meet you, Chason. And uh, the, the one with his hand in his face. Uh, Reggie, I'm Reggie. Reggie? I'm Reggie. Hi, hi, Reggie. No, I'm Lulu. Leave me alone. <laughs> Are you afraid of elephants? I guess so. <laughs> Uh, that's where I'm going with this character. He's, oh no! <laughs> He's having a bit of a moment. Don't don't mind him. Oh, he'll, no, it's, he'll come it's, out of it. This okay. is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's not your fault. Well, I mean, oh, and, and Raya. I forgot Raya. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I was just, I was just, just really out. Yeah, 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 no, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, don't don't worry. Once once you realize that uh, I I am not as scary person, then I'm sure we can be the bestest of friends. Yep. Why are you a... No. No. I think- uh, did you also get transformed into an an elephant-like uh, creature? Nope, I've always been this. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck are they called? <laughs> not, 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 not a heffalum. I know what you're Lots talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I had a pet one before. Phallus isn't here, right? Yeah. No. Hollyfant. Yeah, Hollyfant. Hollyfint. That, that's Hollyfint. the name. Do, do, we, do we smoke something before we came here? 
We haven't even gotten to Avernus yet, Reggie. Oh, we were at a pretty high gosh. altitude on those griffins. It might, Tra- be, it might be the lost oxygen. L- Lulu, would you tell him your story? Oh, right. <clears throat> Listen to my story. <laughs> so I was with the angel Zeriel when she assembled her army of hell riders to attack Avernus. Uh, through the gate we went, uh, tearing through the devils like like a song through air. Uh, victory was uh, within our grasp until some of the hell riders betrayed us and they retreated through the gate and sealed it behind them. Um, uh, before she was captured, uh, Zeriel told me to hide her sword so that it wouldn't fall into evil hands. Uh, someone uh, helped me hide the sword, uh, but I, I don't remember who. Uh, um, Insight check. We, we found a place to hide it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we, we found a place to hide it, uh, but I, I don't really remember where. Uh, and I escaped Avernus, but I, I don't really remember how. Uh, most of my memory is gone, and I don't really remember why. Honestly, same. I kind of love her enough, I'm alive. Yeah. So, uh, we were told that you would uh, be willing to come with us to Avernus to, to help out. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, do you remember what what her sword does? Nope. Okay, great, excellent, awesome. Um, I'm sure something very cool. She was an angel. Is there something, anything else you something. remember that you haven't told us yet? Like, can we just get the, get the rundown? <laughs> something, something, uh, Hellriders uh, betrayed you. Something, something, <laughs> Hellriders betrayed you. I'm yeah, still... let's return to that. What? The they betrayed you? Uh-huh. Hellriders? Yeah. Uh now do you remember being betrayed or did someone tell you after the fact that that's I, what I kind happened? of vaguely remember. I remember that we were pushing and then the Hellriders just kind of closed the gate. Okay. I mean there could be multiple reasons there. But I can see how you could see that being that way. Yeah. Do you hold any Ill will towards? No, of course not. Cool. Okay, here we go. <laughs> of course not. I <laughs> think we're good. Uh, Poetry would take a moment to ask Shield, like, hey, do you know anything about Zeriel or Zeriel's sword? Nothing about the sword, but. Uh, I know Zeriel as the Lord of Avernus, obviously. I know when she rose to power, some other. Potential candidates to become the new ruler of Advernus were upset by it, but I had different ambitions, so I never dealt with her directly. Mm, that's <laughs> <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Um, do you know what she's talking about, about like this whole Hellriders betrayal thing? Or No, I wasn't around for that particular event. Oh, that's right, because you were... Yeah, I was right. a shield probably at the shield time. Probably at the time. Yeah. I'm sorry if it's sensitive subject. No, it's it's not. I'm used to it. Okay, I've been a shield for a while now. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll probably get you out of the shield at some point if we know how. Probably. Um, looking Lord, looking yes. around the room we're in now, is there like any cool stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we are in a wizard's tower. Not really. It's lots of like. Flasks and like half completed experiments and toad tonsils and yeah, mm. preserved I, like eyeballs. And I, I'm gonna like kind of get down on one knee, stoop down. So I'm like, all right, like I'm gonna be 100 with you. Mm. We're about to go to hell, and if you have anything that can help us, I will pay you whatever. But like, I feel like we're going into this 
a little unprepared. You've got a hall of it. How prepared can it possibly be? To be fair, you do have a hall of it. True. Uh, we only just figured out what that is, though, so we're not sure how that helps us. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I don't have an, I don't have anything physically to give you, but my piece of advice would be remember, all devils are evil, but not all devils want to kill you. Okay. So if you hypothetically had a devil, a pit fiend, in a shield named uh, uh, Gargoth, um... What would you do with that? Hmm. I would probably try to dissect it or try to figure out what sort of uh, powers Ooh. it would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. So what would, if, if, if a pit fiend could be brought to you, that'd be something you'd be interested <laughs> in? Uh, maybe like a dead pit fiend. I, I don't really uh, have a place for a live one here, but, you know, pit fiend like heart or something. You do. Pit fiend. Cool. Okay. I was just wondering, just hypothetically. Interesting. Poetry is staring at you. Guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all of the laughter as right a, now. As a follow-up, uh, <laughs> so would you happen to know of any, you know, I want to say forgotten, but uh, hidden uh, like rituals into which uh, one would return a pit fiend to Avernus. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically, of course. Yeah. For your academic research. You know. Uh like like a like a trapped pit fiend. Yes. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I suppose a very powerful uh re- dispel or remove curse, depending on the nature of it. Uh or something very powerful, like a wish spell or uh someone with the power to re- rewrite and untrap souls. Uh Someone with the power to rewrite untraps. So, are you saying like like a, a hacker? <laughs> <laughs> so, are you saying a another pit fiend? Yeah, uh, another pit fiend or someone else on the the higher echelon of a devil or demon would probably have that sort of power. Okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Ooh. love thought experiments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just need to think of all the options. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need to think of all the options. I just need to think of all the yeah, options. Yeah, exactly. We need to try and think of all the options. <laughs> in, case. in case. Excuse uh, me. Uh, will we need sunscreen? Uh, no, I don't think you'll need any sunscreen. Okay. Oh, actually, no, that is a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend, like, SPF 40? <laughs> SPF 400. Um, so... We do have this map, uh, but good for you. But um, but uh, do you know anything about uh, I guess the the landscape itself? I I know that we were told it's ever ship shifting, but uh, are there any actual like? physical features that are more treacherous than the devils themselves down there. Yeah, like, what about that Marinara River? Uh, well, I would avoid the river Styx. Uh, it's the weak point between it's where the devils, or I mean the demons, all come rushing through. Okay. Uh, all studies that I've read on the matter, I've never actually been there myself, uh, talk about how it uh, alters and corrupts everything it touches, so 
Mm. Wouldn't go for a swim. Okay. Good to know. What about the egg? I don't know of any eggs in Avernus. <laughs> Wait, that's a good question. <laughs> the chickens there. Do they lay eggs? I have no bloody idea. Okay. I'm going to point to the egg on the map for them. What's that? I have no idea. <laughs> it's probably an egg. But it no. could be an well, egg. <laughs> look, matters of Avernus and those sorts of things aren't really my area of expertise. Uh, what is your area ex- of expertise again? Uh, conjuration magic. Oh, okay. Turning it, people into animals. That's an aspect of it, yes. Uh, do you know what happened to uh, Lulu's memory? Uh, only theories. I have no idea. I only can go by what she tells and what she can remember. The hope is uh, once she gets to Avernus, she'll hopefully being there again will help jog some of her memories. I'm certain that can only go well. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, when, when you were giving us the description of uh, the Holofin, she didn't know how, or Lulu didn't know how they got back. Correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I looking guess... forward to having flashback sequences with you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, if we don't have any other questions, we may as well start this trip now. Let's go to hell. Wait, Ray, are you sure you want to come? I'm. I'm positive. Okay, because you do kind of feel like a little bit of a red shirt here. <laughs> what? I'm not wearing a red shirt. Oh. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, if she dies, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> As you stand together in a circle, Traxagor taps the tuning fork on the floor and casts his plane shift spell. Time to go to hell. That is the completion of chapter one. Definitely work this into my routine as a wrestler. And the moment we get to the other side, the hollow fence just rages. Yes. <laughs> well, we it takes us out immediately. Yeah. Like, I remember everything. <laughs> All right, I will see track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're about to start hitting some diminishing returns on our sleep spills. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> As the world and planes shift around you, you find yourselves standing in the same position you were before. Mm. Uh, the same circle. A hot, stinging air assaults your senses. The city street in which you stand is lined with buildings that are crumbling, if not already collapsed. The ground shudders beneath your feet. In the red, smoky sky, a 400-foot diameter sphere of darkness discharges strokes of bluish-white lightning that strike the city at irregular intervals. Perched atop a distant bluff overlooking the rest of the city is a crumbled fortress. Traxagor gazes up at the black orb nervously, utters a few arcane syllables, and then disappears in the blink of an eye. Thanks, bro. <laughs> we didn't get to ask him for a persona. Um, if you guys would flip over the map there. Oh, snap. There's another side to it. Gosh. And I'm going to roll what memory Lulu just got back. Oh, snap. I, oh, no. I see. Ooh. Okay. So we're in outro. Okay. Okay. 
That is bad. I was like, we're just in some random <laughs> devil city. Great. Uh, Lulu looks around. She's like, oh, I just remembered. I used to be able to shapeshift into a giant mammoth. <laughs> That's <laughs> wonderful, Miss. Yeah. Do you Ruby. think you can still do it? No, probably not. But I can do this. And her, her, uh, she casts light on her trunk. <laughs> okay. We're gonna get her but- killed. We are going to get her killed. <laughs> We must protect her at all costs. <laughs> um, I need I need art commissioned of this scene. <laughs> yes. The moment that she learns how to do that with her truck, and we're all just but, bewildered. But, but it has to be has to be like she says it, and you see a little blurb of like a mammoth. She's like, I can't do that, but I can do. And the this, next, yeah. next one is just her trunk lighting up. Poetry has like big eyes, like she's just in awe, like oh. As you guys look around at the ruined city of El Torel, you see large spikes with infernal chains digging into various points of the city. Those are the oblivion gates. As as they shift, you feel almost a slight tremor as some of the building and a rock around you shifts and then settles again. Uh, you move back a little ways to the edge of the city. So uh, can I can I just put something down where we are right now? Yeah, uh, actually, I'll, let me uh, let me consult the map because it does have a where the a you are here you are section. Here. Yeah, <laughs> it us. Uh, while I'm looking that up, what I will. Color, can... What color do we want? Do we want black? Do we want um, green? I feel like black's appropriate. You know, whatever, yeah. whatever you're feeling. Do you want red? No, wait, do the red one. Red does fit. Is this road? Uh-huh. No, we, we decided on red. Yeah, do the red. Red? Yeah. You guys appear there. Nice. I got another okay. kind of red. No, I like the first one better. Oh, yeah. Uh, this place has Velvina rivers. If you guys... Taste it. You guys go to back to the edge of the city away from the center. Okay. You peer down. You are miles and miles floating above the ground. You see various chains that are hooked into the city go down and then disappear into the river Styx. Cool, cool. Even as you're watching, you can slowly see some of the links slowly being pulled down into the river. Oh, cool. As, as you feel, the, the, the again, a slight tremor as the, the, the floating city shifts again. So the... the it- the city's slowly being pulled. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's slowly mm-hmm. being pulled into the river Styx. Cool. As you are watching below, you see hordes and hordes of devils come pouring out of the river, trying to climb up the chains. Meanwhile, you see various large infernal vehicles f- shooting spouts of flame at the demons as they break off, and you see devils swoop in and fight. There, There is a, a battle from like all your vision is encompassed to a giant bat- ongoing battle below the city cool it's the battle can we tell what the battles is it devils and demons it's devils and demons okay Okay. all right well uh we found it so i guess we could go home uh (laughs) we just gotta cut these chains off i very much wish it was that simple (laughs) yeah yeah okay should have bought a nail file (laughs) <laughs> is there anything in the town that you would have wanted to 
see if it's still if it made it or I mean do do we see are there people yeah do we see people around do we see like anything Um, living yeah I I will I will say as you guys are looking around we'll we'll cue this next part Uh, around the corner of a still standing structure runs a woman with two toddlers one in each arm in her wake amble three infernal monsters with glaives and snake like beards they're fiends and laughing darkly where are you going little girl as three bearded devils are just calmly chasing this woman. I pull out my bow. All right. This is where we will pick up next time. Okay. All right. Ah. Cool. Holy people. We've made it to hell. Welcome to Advernus. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Cool. Bye. Bye.